Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan uh, live, which is our opportunity to, of course, prepare ourselves for today's trading opportunities as best we as best best, best we can. Um, now, today's 14th of February, uh, Valentine's Day, so um, hope you all have a good one. Um, these markets are not being that loving right now, to be fair, for for many reasons, and uh, it, it what it, what it does is it these market conditions they allow us to kind of revert back to i suppose some of the fundamental principles of of our trading strategy and that's if um when you do your analysis and you're looking for certain outcomes if the market doesn't act for your uh, as per your expectations um we're actually very comfortable from a psychological perspective being patient um because even in days like yesterday that we experienced which was a complete reversal of our trade plan um, where there was a quite an aggressive, probably far too aggressive um, buying going on yesterday. Uh, and I'm going to touch base with our CPI numbers that are due out today, which are likely to prove um, really quite sticky. And uh, that's likely to give us some decent opportunities. But clearly, the timing for those opportunities wasn't right yesterday. So we wondered, would we get a bit of price action uh, in our favor yeah, with, with that in mind, um, and that was clearly not the case, and it was clearly not the case very, very early on in yesterday's trading, and we were comfortable um, sitting on the sidelines because you, you do want to have, I suppose, when you develop a trade plan, you want to be able to execute that trade plan, and um, if the markets are behaving in a way in which you're not that comfortable, and we always use the phrase, if in doubt, stay out, um, that's always... Uh, perhaps a, a good policy to to pursue. Um, the reason being is we, we have a, a significant amount of um, buying kick into these markets yesterday. And what that allows us to do is to wait patiently for our sell trades, except instead of selling down here, we're now looking to sell at a much higher price. And, and that's, that's really what you want to try and do. You want to try and sell markets for the highest possible price you can. And you want to uh, buy markets at the lowest possible price that you can. So um, yesterday's price action doesn't necessarily put off, put us off our, our trading um, sort of our trading idea at the moment. So these markets don't always sort of perform as you would expect them to. Um, and I uh, just wanted to just point out the fact that patience, you know, can be really quite important. So let's get straight into it then. Um, we'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Uh, we will rip through this um, this this live uh, trade plan session uh, relatively quickly. We do have CPI numbers out today and uh, our plan and approach for these markets is really quite straightforward. So um, just as a quick introduction then, you know, we do have to consider which markets to trade. We look at sort of 16 markets global. They're all um, they're the most uh, liquid markets in the world. They're the ones we want to be focusing on. But of course, we narrow that down to two, three, four, five, you know, different markets every day for different reasons. Um, what, where do we enter? We want to have a consistent methodology for entering trades, exiting them, uh, risk management. Currently, we're trading reduced trade size. So that's kind of half our normal size um, because of these market conditions currently uh, and how to manage each trade to a successful outcome we haven't been able to do much of that in the last few weeks in terms of proper trade management because 
the markets haven't necessarily moved in our favor for that long to be able to mitigate risk now that's barring a few few decent trades but um trading psychology as well very easy to to go down a rabbit hole at the moment and uh you know start chopping and changing your trading strategy and um ultimately being frustrated where you're trading bigger size and you're just being so aggressive in a market that you really shouldn't be aggressive with so all of these things are are a part of the trading process um we reduce trade size at times like this for that for that reason and um we do discuss these considerations live every day for every trade we get into of course and um we're advocates of, of continuing to be consistent whether the market is whether you're in tune with the market or not we're going to remain consistent we're going to remain kind of focused on what we're what we're doing uh, we're still accurate with the levels we use we we have to be disciplined it's so easy to go chasing a few losses but it's the last thing you need to do um and sometimes like yesterday patience is a is is an important sort of feature in these markets because we could have easily gone chasing those trades yesterday and you know in hindsight you know made some money but it's going back to being consistent isn't it if we sort of change our approach just because markets are moving the opposite to what would what we'd anticipate it doesn't necessarily mean we throw our trade plan out out the window and we just jump into these kind of erratic uh, moves in these markets so sticking to what we do is what's important and not sticking to what the market is you know range bound and quite choppy so we'll have a look at that now in just a second so really the the, the major focus of these markets is without a doubt um today's cpi numbers yesterday was a sort of a nothing day uh, interesting to note cpi uh swiss um cpi in switzerland just coming in above expectations we've uh we've also had employment data out of the uk as well um the, you know the the unemployment so the average earnings index so people are earning marginally less um but the uh, the unemployment rate is still pretty positive so this is the problem that all central banks have they're trying to raise rates um, trying to see a bit of loosening across the unemployment numbers and, and, and they're remaining pretty but that's quite interesting the fact that people's wages aren't growing in line with expectations um so we'll have a look at the pound uh, in just a second this is the main feature of the of these markets really right now it's their main focus and the headline cpi i mean if you understand how these cpi figures work you know they're um you know they they they've they give the appearance that they're cooked figures and and can be very unreliable and we know inflation is much higher than kind of what we're being told um there's a lot of press gouging as well i think on behalf of these uh, companies but um so this cpi number but this is what's interesting we're seeing uh, a significant uptick on the monthly numbers and this is not really what the fed want to see you know they keep talking about deflation it seems to be their their big word at the minute and yes there is good positive signs of of deflation however there is pretty significant signs of inflation as well and uh, the unemployment numbers for one so the more people have jobs the more money they have the more likely they're, they're likely to pay these higher prices which means cpi may prove to be really quite sticky 
So we've got a bit of, um, and if you, if you look at the CPI month on month, we've got an expected CPI number of 0 0.5. So really, if that comes in, in line with expectations, 0 0.5, that's actually kind of a sizable uh, reversal over the last three, four months. You know, we, we'd been around that 0 0.4 and if it comes in, you know, it may give signs that actually there's a bit of upward pressure on, on inflation. So it's just a tough one to kind of navigate. We can see that uh, UK CPI is expected to be above that 10% mark um, with, uh, with US CPI coming down to 6.2. So we're still at elevated levels, um, but really it, it depends whether those levels themselves are going to um be in line with expectations and then a little bit concerning for these markets or whether they will actually come in less than expected and then it's another green light to the upside so i, I don't want to uh spend too much time on these technicals because i just want to perhaps if we just focus and look at um the us indices for example uh, just getting up my pen here So um, I just want to share to, with you just the simple fact that we're, we're just broadly um, trading inside this range as things stand. And uh, we were looking for some continuation. You know, would we get that little move down to this level? The answer for now is obviously clearly no. Um, so we've got this just descending line and it was showing signs of maybe we'll, we'll kind of break through that and we'll, we will uh, kind of roll over to the downside and within this consolidation as well there's there's structural failure trades now we're back up at these highs so there's lower highs kicking into these markets um, so there's still the scope for that sell trade we're just clearly not we're not in that space and we're just trading around the monthly high as well so that's an interesting set of developments uh, for these markets. So we weren't really prepared for prices to be pulling back into this consolidation zone because that that's all that it that's all that this is, um, just pure pure consolidation inside this little zone in here. So really, what we prefer to do is to trade the breakout to the upside or the breakout to the downside, and the fact that this market is just kind of trading water um, over the last two, four, six, eight, ten. 10. Uh, the last two weeks, it's just been in this little sideways mode, trading sort of in and around uh, the 41.30. And now, yesterday we were below it and we sort of reversed. And now we're just marginally above it at the 41.40 level. So, so um, ju just, just pointing out the indecision. Now, we would much prefer to be buying uh, sorry we'd much prefer to be selling these uh, industry markets um if we get the opportunity to do so so um the the buy trade the, the trade that we saw yesterday was a fight the fed trade it was um uh, an ignorant trade ignoring kind of the stickiness of cpi and thinking that there's just pure resilience in this market um that's a hard trade for us, especially if we kind of break potentially below a structural failure. It's quite hard for us to 
to get in and just swing this trade back to the upside so it doesn't quite fit with our overall view and approach um so when that happens we are a little bit more comfortable just you know waiting to perhaps see today's cpi numbers and then we'll see if we start seeing some selling and if we do we'll probably be in that trade um so a, a really decent positive response uh in the footsie we'll have a look at the pound as well so um you know just continual highs in the footsie uh, the dax i mean we've made progress with the footsie but that's pretty much it and uh, with today's important numbers and tomorrow's cpi out of the uk and today's job numbers um there was a few sort of uh news news points which uh, would make it a bit of a, a kind of a tough market condition to get into so here is here's what's going on across the Nikkei um difficult to get into that price action it's just very much up and down and and that's since uh mid-January as well and Bitcoin is has taken a, a leg lower so we're really struggling to get above that 23,000 level and now we're down at 21,000 so as far as the indices are concerned we, we do expect CPI to be a little bit sticky today um so we, we we're really going to position ourselves and look for that sell trade. Um, will it prove profitable for us? Um, we're unsure. Um, and there's nothing wrong being unsure because we can buy, sell or do nothing. Um, we'd like to sell. Um, but if prices don't act as per our expectations, then we might need to do nothing as well. Um, if we, if we start breaking higher today, you know, then tomorrow, for example, our, our bias can shift quite considerably uh, in that direction. But let's see what numbers we get from a CPI perspective uh, today. So we can maintain that risk off market condition, although yesterday we saw some uh, considerable buying. Tough trades across uh, oil and gold at the minute. We're just, and this is, when we talk about market conditions, you know, these are quite challenging market conditions, relatively tight range showing progress to the upside and progress to the downside. So, you know, take your pick in terms of what you'd want to do in, in, a, in a market like that. Um, and then, and then looking at the yen. So we've had some, again, further news pretty much in line with, um, with expectations really what wasn't expected was the the significant price action yesterday the, the kind of considerable buying um now we're beginning to retrace that that buying um and, and you can see again you know we're talking about pretty pretty significant consolidation we were actually looking for markets to really sell off there on friday and yesterday we kind of opened and then just run all the way to the upside so we're still in strong consolidation so it's just there is quite a hawkish view um of the new governor and the central bank you know the chinese economy have been in uh, a deflationary phase now for for 30 years so um they're beginning to come out of that and, and now there's sort of rumors that 
the new uh, governor of the bank, the Bank of Japan, will be looking to be a bit more hawkish. I raise rates, increasing demand for yen, and maybe we'll see some yen, uh, considerable yen buying across the board. Uh, yesterday's price action kind of scuppered that a little bit. Um, so uh, a lot of, let's say, consolidation inside this little zone. And we've had, you know, more prolonged periods of nothing as well. Um, so we've got like long periods of sideways moving followed by, you know, a, a few, a day or two of, of significant price action. Uh, okay, so um, really looking for prices to actually get above 132.89 or to, to climb to close below the, the 130.80 level. So there's a 200 pip range in there for the dollar yen. So perhaps nothing just as of yet. And this is the momentum we were looking to, to kind of see if we get continuation and prices reversed against our expectations. Same again with the pound dollar. Um, you know, we can still look for that dollar strength trade. It's just we, we'd want to be careful. And you see a lot of the dollar trades are kind of in consolidation. So they're, they're kind of tough trades to, to trade in any direction for us. Um, continuation to the upside for the Aussie potentially would, would be a, a bit of a breakout. We're still not getting that final confirmation. So it just shows you how sideways moving these markets actually are. We're in that little zone. Um, so uh, a confirmed breakout to the upside would give us plenty room higher. Uh, a breakout to the downside would give us nice room to pull down to these levels down here. So there's potentially decent buy trades and sell trades once we're in this little consolidation zone. It does make it quite difficult. This is what we're trading on the hourly. There's potentially a, a double structural failure beginning to set up, but really, you know, not nice markets to trade. Um, you know, that's what that's what we're dealing with. Breaks to the upside, breaks to the downside, but still maintaining that up and down nature. So very, very challenging, very choppy markets for us. Uh, euro pound finding a bit of support in here at the, the 50 period moving average as you can see do we want to be buying the euro against the pound probably not so really limited opportunity but let's wrap it up guys we're going to maintain a risk-off approach to these markets um with with today's cpi numbers in mind so that's going to be our trade plan Let's amend this currently up on screen. Um, indecisive. Uh, yeah, indecision is probably a good a good word again. And um, so this is probably the best way to put it we are looking for um risk off market conditions uh post 
US CPI. So we're going to look to see if they slightly disappoint, if, if inflation is slightly sticky. Um, and then our, our trading approach, we didn't get opportunities to get into any of these trades uh, yesterday. Uh, so very simply, we're going to be looking for the US indices to actually roll lower from a much higher price now today. And we, we, we're looking for the same with the dollar. We're looking to perhaps get into the dollar trade. And we'll have to go in and wait and see whether we can get into that prior to the CPI numbers uh, or whether we have to wait for the CPI. Not too sure yet. So look, um, that's going to be our trade plan. And that's how we'd like the markets to move. And that's what a plan is. It's uh, doing your analysis and preparing uh, where you're likely to get the best opportunities from and look to, to run with those. So... That's our trade plan, just posted there into the chat box, looking for the US indices uh, to roll back over to the downside, although yesterday we saw some strong uh, buying. Um, same situation for the dollar. We're looking for the dollar to actually strengthen quite considerably uh, and push higher against its uh, its counterparts. So let's see if we get those trades. Great stuff, guys. On that note, Thanks for joining us. Any questions, feel free to post them. We're going to switch over now to our, our live trade room and see if we can start taking advantage of any of these potential opportunities. Um, like I said, the, the big question today is US CPI numbers, whether we get a move prior to those numbers or whether we'll have to get into them after the event. Uh, either way, we'll be trading them today, this afternoon. So we do trade these markets live every day from 8 a.m. And again, uh, for the Europeans trading session and then uh, 12.45, these are all UK times for the US trading session. For more information, just go to thelivetraderoom.com. Great stuff, guys. On that note, thanks for joining us. Take care. We'll, we'll switch rooms now and we'll see you in a few, in a few seconds. Bye for now.